0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony Van. well as good as our last episode on social media trends and how consumers are following brands. Lauren, there was even a bigger event that occurred last week. Were you able to catch the, uh, mission NS 18 new shepherd launch with captain Kurt, <laughs> AKA <laughs> William Shatner on. Yes. Did you see it by any chance? Did you, did you yes. see this? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: um thoughts, I thoughts, just, I mean, uh, it's really cool. Um, it's just, uh, there are so many like jokes and I mean, this is like me being really ridiculous and picky, but like, you know, when TV stations make graphics and whatever, like there's just so many, I've seen so many hilarious graphics that are like star Trek themed and like all this stuff and like they're using the fonts and I'm just like, it's just, it's seeming like almost like a big joke, you know, like, Right. Right. And Like they're making it like comical. And I'm like, this is really cool. And, you know, obviously like a, a mark in history, but it's just like, I don't know. And then all the online comments and stories and stuff are just making it like fake seeming. Mm-hmm. I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain how mm-hmm. I feel, but it's almost just like a, a comedy of, you know, real life. Well, I, th-
0: I mean, the, the time in which we live, I mean, I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole here, but the time in which we live in which an actor who is 90 years old basically jumps on a rocket powered by book sales in the 90s, which now Amazon has become this giant, you know, monster brand. Right. The two clashing to send someone 60 miles above the Earth's atmosphere is is almost you know fictional writing if you will i mean we have come to a time in this right. world where it's <laughs> like hey post pandemic guess what we did we took an actor and we launched him into space who happens to be kind of the what personalization of one of the greatest sci-fi you know stories of our time you know i mean right holy smokes what you know what a I remember a kid, you know, people were uh, upset or uh, amazed that Ronald Reagan, a former actor, became president. And now we have, quote unquote, an astronaut. I mean, who who, you know, like how can it be funny, ironic? I mean, there's so many, you know, subplot lines to this if you will. So,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: it's it's, crazy. it's
1: really it's just interesting. Yeah, it's all just crazy. Like yeah. what is next?
0: <sighs> well, to the point of almost uh, fiction meeting real life with the launch of uh, William Shatner. I think we should talk a little bit more uh, down to earth, if you will. Uh, continuing our series, like I kind of always do, the plug here before we uh, get in. We we are rolling. I th- I think this is our fifth episode running through some of this really great information about post pandemic marketing. Last week, uh, yes. episode 42, we talked about, you know, kind of where people are following brands on social media. And this week, we're going to run through some tactics and how you can, you as a, cons- uh, excuse me, you as a business owner can um, start engaging those those followers, right?
1: Right. So, literally some tactics that you can implement right now. So, get a pen and paper ready, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Take notes because these are... I'm not going to say they're all easy, but they are like real life, like, hey, this will help you advice. So yeah, let's just jump in. Um, I guess I'm sure if you're kind of paying attention to your insights, you've seen, um, especially on Facebook and Instagram, like a pretty decent decline in reach compared to like what I'm going to call the good old days several Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, you know, when engagement was really high and your unboosted unpaid for post would be seen by 300,000 people just because it was interesting or had a pretty picture, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: um, you know, and that's, that's going to continue. I believe, um, you know, there's a, there's a finer line between the paid and unpaid content and your paid content definitely helps your organic content as well. Sure. So these are some things to maybe help kind of, you know. Um, I'm not going to say fix that because it just won't, but it may be help. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, Facebook has been limiting and or pushing. So like a couple of months ago, I'm sure everyone saw there was a huge push for like groups and joining groups. Um, there were, you know, ads on TV, there were YouTube pre-roll ads. There were ads on Facebook about it. And literally I logged in one day and every single post in my feed was from a group I wasn't even in, trying to get me to join that group based on content they thought I liked. I'm not That's kidding. crazy. It, like really That's scared crazy. me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" And then by the next day, it was back to normal. So they're they're definitely you know they're doing some testing and some different things, which you can usually tell. But anyway. Um, a few things that, you know, you can do now to and implement to kind of help mitigate some of this is the first big one is just get your systems in order. And what I mean by that is having a strategy for each of your channels that you're on and specific goals, how you're going to use that channel um, to reach your audience and what you're literally going to do on that channel it's also important to have a voice and a personality that matches your brand and your mission on each of those channels. Um, you know, if you're committed to being funny, then be funny. If you're committed to being educational and informational, then commit to that. If you are going to be, um, snarky, you know, whatever it is, (laughs) you know, commit to that and, and be that on that channel. Um, I'm not saying I'd recommend being snarky, but you know, it works for some people, (laughs) some people. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Um, the other is establishing a routine to like create your content and maintain those channels. We talked about this in our last episode, but it is not helpful just to be on every channel, but never update those. Just, just being there is not going to help you. So making sure that you're, you know, answering questions, you're replying to comments, you are, you know, engaging and putting out relevant content is important. Um, The other major part of what I call get your systems in order is testing your posting time. So I literally there is no magic tool for this other than keep like a chart, start an Excel document, however you want to make a tally sheet, I don't care. But you know, chart and review these, your posting times monthly and adjust accordingly. So if you're seeing that, you know, your content on Wednesday night is performing really well, then start posting on every Wednesday night, you know, and if Monday Mm -hmm. morning is not great, then try a different time on Monday and try to pair your best content for those highest engagement times.
0: Uh, I think you're you're totally right, Lauren. I think that that's uh, some good, very basic ways to uh, start doing almost some A/B testing, uh, looking at uh, those different type of ways to to, to post, as well as times. Um, the things that I want to talk a little bit about, and and the reality is that influencers, whether we love them or hate them, they're they're there. And so, the the thing you can work with influencers on is just. Just make sure that you tap into the right influencer for the right audience. So if you're trying to reach someone that's a Gen Z, say, you know, 40 to 55, you don't pick someone that does a lot of like um, child health care or, you know, something that's really uh, kind of younger or AARP or something like that. You need to make sure that that matches. Two is you're going to have to pay, whether that's real money or trade or or vice versa, you know, a combination of both. So when you're tapping into those influencers, make sure you have up front what the, um, what the payment is going to be and two, what those deliverables are going to be. Make sure that they understand that you're going to do X number of posts, you're going to do X number of pictures, if they're going to attend your event, what they're going to say about your event, so on so forth. Um, influencers have a really great way of adding a little bit of um, nitro, if you will, to your uh, social media channel, but they can also be a little off-putting. So make sure that you understand that, you know, not all consumers look at influencers positively. Some of them think, oh, it's, it is a, you know, kind of a paid push or a flex. And so it just depends on kind of where your audience is on your social media channels, but a uh, good way to at least start.
1: Yes. And, um, influencer spending continues to climb. So, and right. I don't think that that will stop. So I think it's at least a good time to start testing, um, you know, in your, in your area. So let's talk about also implementing some paid strategies. So boosting a few posts, placing a few ads regularly, like I mentioned earlier, um, Will help your organic content as well. So it will help your reach on other posts, not only um, you know the boosted post or the ad. It will also get people you know, like maybe who saw that boosted post or the ad over you know looking at more content on your page, so engagement can go up there. Um, you know, I think it's just you know even if you have you know a few dollars, it does not have to be thousands of dollars. I think it's somewhere where if you have it in your budget and/or for planning next year, I would start putting some funds for boosted posts. If social is your, you know, in your strategy, I would definitely put some funds into boosted posts or ads where appropriate. Absolutely. Um, The other big one is more telling and less selling. So telling your story, providing like unique and compelling content. And getting testimonials, if you can, if you're that type of business, or user generated content is very important. You can't always be just sell, sell, sell a product or a place or you know buy an admission or you know whatever it is. You've got to tell your story and create engaging content um, for your organic social media. Like that should be the bread and butter. And then if there's a call to action or you know the next post is more of a call to action, then fine. Um, But getting people to participate in conversation um, with your presence, like asking questions with your storytelling or, you know, pushing them to your website for more um, is, you know, where that organic content can really come into play and be um, compelling. The other thing that can help with like the less selling is sharing content um, from like community partners or others who share your audience And like commenting on their content or injecting messages here and there so that, you know, if maybe it's a partnership or like minded business, something like that, or maybe it's um, more like community relations, someone that you donate to or volunteer with whatever, but folks will start to see you um, who are following that page or, you know, on that thread, they would see that comment and then be like, Oh, I didn't know so and so was involved with this, maybe I should start, you know, checking them out and Mm -hmm. then maybe follow Mm -hmm. you from there. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, you're not stealing followers, but you are looking for those who, you know, share your audience and trying to kind of like inject yourself there a little bit,
0: which to that point, it's great transition. I mean, a great way to kind of engage folks is a share campaign um, type of post. So for instance, you know, you can have someone that, you know, you might follow you and is a huge fan of yours, and they may have friends that have interest or similar interest, but they're just not aware of your brand. So, you know, start running campaigns that basically allow those folks to share your information to other pages, to other groups, to their friends, to their, to their own uh, pages, whatever that is, mm-hmm. get the word out. This is almost like word of mouth or, you know, current stakeholder, Uh, campaigns where they tell your story. And so once again, kind of more telling, less selling, put the information out there, have them give you that information, you know, or have them send that information on their behalf, a little kind of within this, um, we kind of throw this out you're usually the stats guy, but I'll throw this one out. You know, 95% of people say reviews and testimonials influence their giving um, or their decisions. So if you have someone that is touting your product, your service, your brand, and you don't have to do that, that immediately increases that engagement or those decision makers. So super, super important. So make sure that you allow folks to tell your story for you, because oftentimes they find uh, pieces that you may not think about just because you're too close to your brand and they will share those for you. So.
1: Yes. And audiences like tend to cluster. So that can be very helpful. You know, um, people that are friends with each other, um, on social media are generally, um, kind of into the same thing. So if mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. one of your friends enters this contest then you are probably inclined to go check it out too. So that's a really good tactic. Absolutely. Um, Something I mentioned a second ago was user-generated content, and what that means is encouraging reviews or testimonials or taking uh, photos that you know users created or videos and reusing that content, sharing that content because. of people say that peer um, photos influence their decisions Mm. um, and Mm. or, you know, testimonials. They're savvy enough to know the difference. Um, If you're saying you're great, that's one thing. But if a peer says that you're great, (laughs) um, it's much more meaningful. So and the photo and video and other content, um, people are also savvy enough to know if like you're using stock photos and you're showing this beautiful, you know, cake that your bakery made but then a user posts a photo of this cake that you made and they're not quite the same people know the difference Mm -hmm. so Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: encouraging that content and then reusing what is you know helpful can be very powerful
0: so true uh and i think the other part of this we always talk about social media as kind of a push but My favorite part of social media is the ability to listen. And one of those ways to really show that you're listening is providing great customer service. Um, Last week, we talked about kind of where people were following brands and um, how they're utilizing social media. Uh, Once again, although not a huge user, but Twitter seems to be that customer service channel, if you will. So if you do have a Twitter account and you're utilizing it, make sure that you're listening. If someone tags your company or tags your brand, make sure that you're um, responding uh, immediately and appropriately, even if it's just something about like, you know, got your information, we'll take a look at it, you know, DM you or PM you or whatever kind of thing. That customer service level is not only something that you're providing to that one single person, but because of the true nature of social media, everyone is watching. And they can watch that not only in real time as it's happening, but they can go back and scroll, scroll, scroll. I'll tell you, just this weekend, we were talking, my wife and I were talking about a particular person, small business here in, in our hometown, And basically what had happened was people started getting on and talking about, you know, how the individual, you know, provided poor service and was really bossy and uh, they have a wrapped vehicle and they were really, you know, even kind of bossy on the road, if you will, kind of road ragey or whatever. And the individual that was the business owner jumped on social media and started basically bossing all of these people and telling them, you know, this and that and dropping the F-bomb. And I mean, it was crazy. That level of customer service obviously is poor. Two is, Mm -hmm. you're going to see that. I mean, that's forever now. I mean, all of those people are going to see that. You know, and people so, are
1: screen grabbing that left and right. It's getting posted everywhere, all yes. over. Yeah, I mean, it's you, never gone.
0: If you wanted to to go viral, that was the way to do that, but not in a good way. So. In the transverse of that is, if you do provide great customer service, if you're are if you are able to solve problems, even if it's a gaff on your part, even if it's something that you, uh, your company did by mistake, or it was just a stumble or a challenge, turn that challenge into success and showcase that. Don't just erase it. Don't just hide it. Don't push it around. You know, make sure that you engage and and work through that. And it's super important, super important to do that. So.
1: Mm hmm. Those are good tips and totally agree that customer service piece is really important because that's where everyone goes. They're not going to pick up the phone and they're most likely not going to send like a more private email or contact form. That's where they're going is social. So
0: that's exactly right.
1: Respond quickly and especially in negative situations, take care of them. (laughs) That's right. Um, the last thing is, um, basically valuable content. So the best tactic that you can implement right now is valuable content. And there are several different types that are more valuable, um, We'll start with kind of, I don't want to bore with numbers. So I'm just going to kind of go in order. But uh, video is the top most valuable content. It does not have to be, you know, super um, high quality, highly edited video. They can be um, really informal. Um, they can be on stories. That could be live videos. It can be a little bit of a produced piece. Um, short definitely um, is preferred. And, you know, we've talked about in this little series, you know, the attention span of people has even has lessened even further than before. So definitely keep it short and sweet. Um, Also, if you're using music, you know, play, pay attention to that, what that kind of tone, you know, sets for your brand. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can make it accessible with captions, visual captions.
0: Totally do that. And
1: also keep in mind, yeah, and luckily, social media tools have come a long way in offering those, you know, options. Keep in mind that a lot of Facebook videos are watched without sound. um, But generally, Instagram stories are watched with sound. So pay attention where you're posting your video and, you know, how it should be formatted. Um. Let's see. Next is images, you know, at 53%. So video and images are really tied. Um, We kind of talked about photos a second ago, but trying to stay away from stock photos. Um, You know, if you can reuse user-generated photos, great, but try to curate nice photos for your brand. Um, That definitely, photos definitely influence decision-making of people, whether they're shopping or going to visit you know they are they are looking at photos and video to like pre-shop their experience or what mm-hmm. they're buying for mm-hmm. sure online. So yeah. those are very important. Um, next is text-based so content at thirty percent. Um, so making sure you know like we always say content is still king and yes that includes like the visual cues but the actual words are important people (laughs) are reading all of that if it's just part of what you're writing but that long form content um is often um well received as well like on instagram and facebook especially so you know it's nice short and sweet but Sometimes people want to dive in and, you know, read more. So offer that content or push them somewhere where they can read, you know, longer form content. Mm -hmm. And then coming in basically together are stories and live video at 26 and 25%, which I already kind of mentioned, you know, both of those wrap them into just video. But if you're not familiar with stories, um, they are a, basically an ongoing story, um, you know, all the time they um, are on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn tested them for a while, but they have since gone away yep. on LinkedIn. Um, but if, you know, if you haven't tried that out, it's a great way to push people to a static post. It's also... um probably becoming more engaging people can flip through the stories like very quickly and like choose and they're short and sweet and that attention span is you know lasts for about that long so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i would encourage you to start testing some stories if you're not already um and if you've already dove in you realize that hey um once i start this i kind of can't quit so (laughs) pay attention to the engagement though as well Um, there is data and insights on those so make sure it's working for your audience um if you are dedicating time to posting stories so
0: that's good that's good good stuff good stuff anything else we need to talk about about these tactics
1: i think that's enough i think we wore out some fingers if people were really taking notes i think that's that's a good start
0: i guess well that's Once again, if you haven't, if you don't go to our social media, please do. Uh, Each week, we try to post a little uh, graphic that goes over all the things we discussed. So make sure you check us out on either Facebook or Insta, uh, and you can see the information we're chatting about as well. So cool. So next week, um, we are going to take a little bit of a break, right, from our little series and focus on um, getting ready for the end of the year and specifically holiday, uh, marketing and strategies.
1: That's right. So our next episode will be on November 1st. So come back and check it out.
0: Excellent. All right, LD. Well, I'm Tony Van,
1: And I'm Lauren Doherty.
0: And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.